With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your man, Mr. Music. You are now tuned into the Power Hour Show right here on MNTC Radio. The station designed to keep you in mind via iHeartRadio. Y'all know what it is, man. Now, we got to keep keeping y'all plugged in with the best movies that's coming out. It's a lot of good movies coming out. It's a great one coming out tomorrow. But I have my guest here with me, David Medell. How you doing, man? Good. How about you? Man, definitely good. Now, we're here to talk about the killing of Kenneth Chamberlain. And you helped produce and write part of this. Now, how was that being a part of this film? That's my first question. That's yeah. I, uh, you know, I, it, I, I, I wrote and directed and produced as well. Oh. Um, but uh, uh, it it was, you know, it's been a very moving experience the entire time. It's it's really, um, you know, we, we've, we've uh, myself and all of the producing team and everyone who's involved in the film has really become very close with the Chamberlain family. Uh, we've developed a, 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 a strong relationship with them and we've been working on this very closely with them for four years. So it's been it's been a pretty incredible, incredible experience. Yeah, it's definitely amazing. Now, I'm not sure if you know, we're here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, city of George Floyd, actually not far from where it's at at all. So you are. Yeah, that's what that's where, where our show was based. So when I watched the movie, I mean, you know, I watched Fruitvale Station and that, that, that that's probably the last movie and maybe pretty angry. Like, now I mean, did I watch this? Movie? I'm like, whoa, what? what? Now, you from Chicago, you used to be a teacher. I kind of feel like when you pick doing this film, did you kind of want to do a teaching element as well? Because a lot of people did not know about this case. I didn't know about this case. Yeah, there, there was definitely that element to it. I think that my, my teaching background actually um, informed my, uh, my, my choices and kind of the approach that I took with, with this story in, in many ways. I, I actually worked as a, a special education teacher. I worked with students with disabilities as well as students with uh, emotional and behavioral disorders. And um, one of the one of the things that we needed to do working in that field was go through very extensive crisis management training. We we needed to learn how to uh, de-escalate um, somebody who was suffering from a mental health crisis in a way that kept that person safe, kept us safe, and kept everyone uh, everybody else around the situation safe. And and I think you know one of the things that really jumped out to me about this uh, about Kenneth Chamberlain Sr.'s story when I first read it was how uh, how terribly, terribly ill-prepared these officers were when it came to um, interacting with somebody who was who was struggling with a mental health issue and how to safely de-escalate a situation like that. Yeah, and it's just so touching how, like, man, it, it was by accident from his medical alert thing. Like, that's, I don't know, man, just watching that movie, 
I don't know. It, 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 it's really intense, and I feel like to be able to write, produce, and direct something like that, it definitely had to come from a place of, like, real mental things going on because it's a lot to take in, especially in times like this. Now, I do want to know, what made you guys want to think about releasing it? Because it's coming out tomorrow. For you guys that don't know, it's coming out tomorrow, September 17th. What made you guys want to release it right now? Because I feel like it's perfect timing as well. Yeah, it's, it's you, you know, it's been it's been a long journey for the film. We had, we had actually finished the film. Um, you know, we, we finished the film. I think we premiered at our first festival in late 2019. So oh, it's been God. quite a long journey for the film. The film was finished before, you know, May of 2020 when, when this, this white hot, uh, this white hot intense spotlight began to shine on these issues of systemic racism in law enforcement and implicit bias and, and all of those kinds of things. And I know that, I know that those, those issues have been topics of discussion in America for a long time. They've been in the news for a long time and they've been affecting people's lives for a very long time, but it, it wasn't, you know, I, I think in, in when, when George Floyd was killed in May of 2020, it, it reinvigorated that spotlight that's been shining on these issues to a, to a, to a really, really intense level. And I think that this film uh, speaks in a really powerful way to a lot of those discussions that are going on about, you know, how police officers interact with communities of color and real, income man. communities and, you know, the, the community of people who live with mental health challenges and all those kinds of things. I think, um, so, so it is, a, this is a really important time, I think, for the film, film to be released. And we're looking forward to those, all of those discussions that are going to happen after this film, as people walk out of the theater, uh, we're really looking forward to people having those discussions and hopefully moving that conversation forward. No doubt. Now, I feel like you're a great person at causing emotion through your film. I mean, this product says it for itself, right? Now, I want to ask you about your emotions. You've you've done, you know, you wrote the script, wrote, you wrote it, you directed it, you produced it. Now it's coming out tomorrow. What's going through your body as as, as this is about to happen? How do you feel about this right now? It It, it is. It's, it's it, uh, you know, it's a pretty powerful feeling uh, just knowing that, you know, this this journey, it's it's. I don't like to think of it as the end of the journey. It's almost like, it's almost like the beginning of a new journey because, you know, the release of the film, it's sort of like it's being birthed out into the world at this point. And it's, it's out of our hands at this point. It's really going to be in the public's hands. And, uh, you know, we're hoping that the film continues to resonate with people the way that it always has resonated, you know, through, through all of our festival runs. We, we had a very, very moving event in White Plains earlier this week. Uh, White Plains is where the actual incident took place. And we White had Plains, a, New York, yeah. Right, and we had an event with, with of course, uh, members of the Chamberlain family, Kenneth Chamberlain Jr. Uh, in particular, uh, as well as we had members of Oscar Grant's family there. Uh, we had um, uh, many, many other families who have been affected by, by police violence, a lot of local families from Westchester County. Um, who have also been affected by police violence. And it was just a very moving event to get all of these families together, all of these people together, uh, experiencing this film together and having a, a really substantive discussion afterwards. So it, so it is. And, and you know, the, the film is, it, it's personal for me in many, many different ways. I think 
most particularly because I've become so close with the Chamberlain family and Kenneth right. Chamberlain Jr. in particular, uh, as well as, you know, my, myself, I'm actually on the autism spectrum myself. So I, mm. you know, I can, I can relate in some really personal ways to, um, to, you know, understanding what, what happens when somebody is, you know, in the midst of a mental health crisis or, what happens when somebody is be, is misunderstood by authority figures or misunderstood who who by somebody who's supposed to be there to help to help them? You know, I I, I can you know I, I can relate on a deeper level to those aspects of Kenneth Chamberlain's experience. Uh, obviously, there are ways that I cannot relate to Kenneth Chamberlain's experience as well. Uh, but um, but it, it it has definitely become very personal for for me and the entire producing team. Yeah, I think that's dope, man. And, and, and just from, man, I don't want to keep on saying I'm from Minneapolis, but right now where we're at, <laughs> absolutely, you, man. I'm just being straight up honest with you. Right now where we're at, a movie like that was just so, I mean, the emotions are high here. So I watched that movie. I was just, I can't believe that I would see a movie like this that would get me so going, like since Fruitvale Station. I, I never thought after Fruitvale Station that right. I, I, that's it. That's it. I was like, that's it. And then right. here, this is, I'm like, wow, man, Kenneth Chamberlain, huh? 10 years ago. Right, exactly. It's, I, I, can, I can only imagine, you know, given everything that the Minneapolis community has been through over the past, over the past year and a half, um, you know, you know, I can, I, 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 I can completely understand how, you know, the community has been so saturated with, with these kinds of stories and, 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 you know, the trauma that accompanies them. So I, I, I can completely understand how it would have a, uh, you know, a special, uh, uh, you know, a special meaning in that area. Yeah. And, and just for me personally, and I think it's gonna be the same for other people, the educational part, like mm. I never heard the name Kenneth Chamberlain ever before. Somebody would have walked in the street and said, hey, you know who Kenneth Chamberlain is? I'd be like, what, is that a basketball player's brother or something? Like, I don't know who that is. Right. Right. And then I watched this film. It's like, wow, this man lost his life for nothing. And I knew nothing of this. So I watched this film. So for sure. me, that's powerful as a journalist, man. So I want you to just really feel good about your work. And it's going to affect people when it comes out. I, I was talking to somebody that I know. I was like, it might cause some uptick in the world once they see this film, because I'm not sure everybody knows about this. We're already on edge. So it's like, we don't, I don't know, man. I, I really like the film. I think it's cool you work with Morgan Freeman and your perspective as a teacher, as a therapist, as somebody that's done film for years and you're from Chicago. So your perspective is a little bit different from a lot of people that I talk to that do, does film. So I appreciate the work, man. Of course, of course. Yeah, it, it's, 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 been our, it's been our pleasure the entire time. I mean, just, the, it's, been, it's been, you know, really the, the, the honor of a lifetime to be able to work on a project like this and, and to be able to uh, coordinate with the Chamberlain family, bring them into the process, make sure that, you know, they make sure that they feel um, what's the word, like, like they feel that we did their father's story justice. That's really been the number one priority for, for us is to for sure. make sure that they feel like we did their father's story justice and to, to really make them the most important voice behind the film. Definitely. I appreciate your time, David. The film's coming out tomorrow, you guys. The killing of Kenneth Chamberlain. Man, ladies, get your Kleenex ready. Fellas, even if you were thug out there in the streets, it's going to make you feel some type of way. Just trust me on that. Just trust me on that. Now, it's coming out tomorrow, man. I definitely appreciate your time. It's your man, Mr. Music, David Medell, iHeartRadio. Thanks for your time, David. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.